Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome into the show. Another near miss for the Dallas Cowboys. How many times are we going to say that? And this one, this one could be sticking around for a little while. I know that they are going to get to play the Eagles again, Pearl off because they're division rivals. But when you get gifted what the Dallas Cowboys got gifted, which was a third chance in this game, not even a second chance, a third chance at the very end of the game where they are driving, they've got no timeouts, they're moving the football, and the Eagles are just imploding. Just penalty after penalty after penalty puts the Dallas Cowboys at the six-yard line. And not only can you not punch the ball in there, you end up backing yourself up because you start committing penalties. And then Dak Prescott takes a bad sack, sandwiched around two bad penalties. And then this sort of, I've been calling it like a mini Hail Mary, if you will, from like the 27-yard line. And it felt, and it got to CeeDee Lamb, but it was short. Nope, this is not going to stick around at all. In two weeks, the Cowboys are about to thump the Giants and the Panthers, which is yeah, no well, accomplishment at all. Yeah. They'll be you're not going to get credit for that. They'll be seven and three. There is there's a couple issues here that I think Cowboys ought to keep close eye. Jalen Hurts, I think, needs knee surgery. Like this is clearly a huge problem. So their main competition, the Eagles' quarterback, is limping, and the 49ers seem to have major injury issues too. If you take those two teams out of the equation, honestly, I think they'll take Detroit. I, I think things are shaping up. Kind of decently for Dallas. Last night's win doesn't doesn't mean the end of anything for me if I'm the Cowboys. Yes, they, first of all, they get the Eagles in two weeks or three weeks. I, I think they're going to thump the next two teams. And everyone's going to be back on that bandwagon for no real reason because anybody could thump the Giants and the Panthers. I, I did not see any desperation coming out of that loss for Dallas. Can we hear from Dak Prescott, please, Carlos, uh, saying the Cowboys are going to learn from this loss? They got this one. Um, sucks. We're going to take it. Uh, we're gonna move forward and and uh, use 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 the fight, use a lot of the the success. A lot a lot of good things came out of this game despite the loss. Okay, so that's a healthy way to think. That's gonna drive Cowboys fans absolutely bonkers because the question is not like you know can you hang in with the Eagles. The question is can you make good on a opportunity when it is presented to you. And that's where the Cowboys always seem to fall short, and that's why Dak Prescott seems to fall short, which is nobody believes that in a clutch moment and situation that he's going to be able to be the difference. So what had happened if he had won last night? What do you think we'd be saying today? We'd be like, oh, that's great. Now do it in the playoffs. Because it doesn't even matter what happened last night. Because everyone thinks the Cowboys come up short in the postseason. That's their issue, not whether they can win a divisional game here. They were probably going to split with the Eagles anyway. I, I, I am not well, coming out of that, that second game yet. So. Yeah, but I'm not coming out of that with any kind of panic. The Cowboys are just where they are in the NFC every year, and I think this year might be the chance 
to really do something in the playoffs. If they can play that game last night, they're going to take that. That was in Philly. I'm not sure they have to go through the link again. This, this, I'm telling you, there's reasons to be optimistic if you're the Cowboys. Okay, well, they're not going to get home field because the Eagles are going to either have home field. The Eagles are winning the division. I feel like the Niners and the Eagles will eat each other up in the playoffs, and the Cowboys will get the Lions at some point. I don't know why I feel this. Uh, I haven't yeah, done the no, math. There's no evidence here. <laughs> but it's, just, it's one thing to lose an, a, a nighttime sort of late afternoon game in the league. That does not spell any kind of doom for the Cowboys at all. And they could get a little bit better. You saw a lot of signs. Their defense, their vaunted defense of Micah Parsons didn't even get anything going yesterday. Imagine if Micah Parsons had showed up for that game and caused the kind of havoc he did. I mean, we, he usually does. We have polls up. Do we have competing polls up, EJ? We have multiple <laughs> yeah, we polls have multiple up. Polls Can you read them all? Yeah, we have multiple polls up here. So let's get an update. So we started the day with uh, will Dak Prescott ever come through in the clutch? We have 24% say yes, 76% say no. So then uh, per Perloff, you want an update on the poll, update two, uh, was the Cowboys lost against the Eagles on Dak Prescott? And here are some interesting results here. 39% say yes, 60% say no. So that wow, I'm leaned, surprised. leaned in a different direction. Now okay. the other poll we have floating out there, non-Cowboys related, was about Josh McDaniels, who of course we learned yesterday got upset at Antonio Pierce for mentioning his beloved Patriots and, and their loss while, while while Pierce was speaking on behalf of the team prior to McDaniels' firing. Right. So we asked the question, will Josh McDaniels get another head coaching job? 5.7% say yes. 94.3% <laughs> say no. Man, can we just take that poll and just send it to every owner in the NFL so they can all see exactly what the public thinks about Josh McDaniels? Just in <laughs> case you were thinking about putting him on your whiteboard of hiring him. We know there's a lot of turnover every year. 47 years old. He'll probably have 10 more years of offense coordinator. He just catches fire one year. Some idiot owner will do it again. <laughs> no, I, I just, can we put this show in a time capsule? And if any owner needs to open up the time capsule in 10 years, they can because he's a terrible coach. And Antonio Pierce might end up being a good coach and maybe he'll get the job. Who knows? Full time. But that could have been a statue out there coaching yesterday. It I, did not matter. They were winning that game by two scores simply because McDaniels was out of the building. I got to tell you, I think that you're being a little harsh on McDaniels in the sense that every Raiders coach is a failure. What's the common element of all these failures? Mark the, Davis. Well, the yes, the Raiders. The Raiders are a mess. I'm not sure you could bring in Bill Belichick in his prime and he's going to fix it. But Actually, that, maybe we'll but see My next question, year. though, would be, has there been any coach set up for more success while being hired by the Raiders than Josh McDaniels? What are you talking about? That roster is full of bad decisions. They, just, they signed Devontae Adams. They have uh, Max, Mason, uh, Max Crosby. I know. They have they two just, great players. Right. And they just came off of uh, a eight, uh, what, 10 win season where they made the playoffs. Like, most Raider coaches that get hired, they're coming off of like a mess. Two, two wins. Two season. wins, three yeah. wins, complete circus. Like, he wasn't coming into that. He came into a fairly stable situation. And then he let the, he let the he let the house on fire. And also had the GM with the mm. familiarity. You know, it's I, not I like yeah. a GM who hired him, but they or like they uh, an arranged marriage. The best, one of the best running backs in the NFL. Like, I think you're judging the Raiders all wrong. You think that was a fairly stable situation? I do not think it was a fairly stable situation before he got in there. And that whole how many bad draft picks? Look at their draft. Look at this year's draft pick. 
Tyree Wilson, they have made so many. You can't miss in the first round that many times and still have a good roster. Right, it's but, impossible. But stars win in the NFL, and the Raiders have star power. It's not like he came in with the cover completely bare. You have one you have the, you have, the, you're one very of the best running backs. You have one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. You have a quarterback who just led you to the playoffs, yeah. and you have the dumpster fire you had last year and then this season. And that's why they won a well, few games this year. Also, the crazy thing is, like, you dump Derek Carr. First, the last regime gave him the no-trade clause. Duh. But then you dump Derek Carr, but you don't do it to get a high draft pick the next year when you are picking in the top 10. So it's like, all right, so we traded out Derek Carr for Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, meh. I mean, it was a risk upgrade there. And then you're expecting that Garoppolo is going to, like, all of a sudden just take that Josh McDaniels offense because he knew it in New England. But because he had foot surgery in the offseason, yeah. he gets no time to <laughs> yeah. develop any. Like, it was, it's all just so bad. Let me read you their draft picks. This year, Tyree Wilson, number seven. I mean, that is already looking like a problematic one. Alex Leatherwood. Remember him, the Alabama guy that no Awful. one could understand? Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett in 2020. I, what happened with Ruggs was tragic. Damon Arnett was obviously a Trouble. very famous disaster. Yeah. Cleveland Farrell, uh, 2019, nobody understood the pick then. No one understands it now. I know he's probably might win a ring and with the Niners. Josh Jacobs was probably a good pick, but he's a running back. So they've really they, – there's no way they can have depth on this team. I know their stars are great, but the good teams – kind of are well-balanced around their entire roster. I don't think the Raiders are. But even Josh McDaniels couldn't seem to figure out a guy who they did draft who is good, Hunter Renfro. The yeah. guy was in the doghouse, and then he comes out against the line, and against the Giants yesterday, and all of a sudden he's back part of the offense. He looks like the slot machine again. I mean, this went beyond just Raiders are terrible, and therefore Josh McDaniels came into a bad situation. Like, that team, yes, they drafted poorly. Yes, they don't have depth. But there's no excuse for them to being for them looking as inept as they have so far this season. Do you remember there was a clip from a while ago from it was like Derwin James from the Chargers and they were he was being asked who's the toughest person to cover? It's like two years ago and he was had Hunter Renfro. Yeah, and Josh Daniels said I, I don't I don't want anything to do with him. And I was like, wait a minute, no, he's like, yeah. watch the tape, watch the tape. Anyway, but by uh, way, it's not like Josh McDaniels doesn't know how to use a short white slot receiver. I mean, that's the kind of thing they invented in New England, yeah, right? build a career on it. <laughs> yeah, and by what happened. And to, to, one more thing to defend McDaniels. That game that Brian Hoyer had a few weeks ago, maybe that's on McDaniels. Against the Bears. That was one of the worst quarterback games I've ever seen. Then why didn't Aiden O'Connell play? I don't know. See, I, I'm not sure. Thing. And also, and Aiden O'Connell's a fourth-round rookie. It's not like he has Tom Brady back there. This is, but they went to him this week. Yeah, they. he did get this team to 3-3. Three and three. <laughs> it's not like, I mean, and honestly, they with quarterback injuries, and they knew they were taking a risk with Jimmy G. That was that was a risk. They're like, well, let's just take a, a puncher shot here that'll stay healthy. So the report from Jay Glazer, let's hear it again. This was, so there was like a big sort of venting meeting where they let all the players, I think some of the coaches even, vent about what they thought was wrong, and it got pretty bad. And for some reason, Josh McDaniels decides that Antonio Pierce should address the team. So let's hear cut 14. Uh, he let Antonio Pierce address the team, but then did not like what he said. Josh McDaniels actually had Antonio Pierce get up and speak on behalf of him and the coaches. When Antonio Pierce got up there, he said, look, guys, we have to have our own culture. It's got to be about culture here. And we also have to look at it. And he brought up the old Giants team that beat the Patriots, Josh McDaniels team, in the Super Bowl in 2007 season. He said, no matter who we played, we thought we could beat them. We had a game plan that we could beat them. We had to believe that, and that's not here. We have to believe it here at the Raiders. We could beat anybody. 
And Josh McDaniels apparently did not like that. Do we have some more? He finishes up that speech. Everybody thinks they're great, except for Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels then goes over to him and says, don't ever talk about the Patriots like that. And then you really saw how divided that building got. That got up to Mark Davis, and I think Mark Davis looked at it and go, okay, I'm going to choose the guy who believes that we can win every single week, and that's what his plan is going to be. And by the way, this... Yeah, so this is all bad. First of all, the fact that that actually happened, and I think Jay Glazer's information is basically as, as airtight as any of the insiders. The fact that got out means somebody not just wanted to kick Josh McDaniels while he was down, but really wanted to embarrass him because that's embarrassing that that got out too. The other thing that got out, Perloff, is that players were like having dinner with the owner to like complain, basically, yeah. or or to talk that's about healthy. the future of the franchise. That's a good sign. That's... The when you that Josh McDaniels, he should have known from the first appetizer that his ass was going to get shipped out. Yeah, the GM getting fired too, two years less than two years in. That's rare. Okay, here's the the experiment. Antonio Pierce will probably have an interim bump, and they'll look really good. And then at the end of the year, they'll look really bad because they are the Raiders. I'm curious. Interims never get the head coaching job. You think he has a chance? Was Josh McDaniels that bad that a different coach can change this? I, I personally don't think so. But that was a good start, at least. It was. This was like an addition by subtraction, yeah. 100%. And they got a favorable matchup here. The Giants stink, and their quarterback got hurt. So this probably looked a lot, a, a little bit better than than uh, maybe it will. But I, I don't know. Antonio Pierce, he might have a shot here. I my my feeling is it could have been anyone coaching that team yesterday. They were going to win by two scores. <laughs> anyone, just well, anyone but Josh McDaniel. And also, I think I I don't think Tommy DeVito is going to come within two scores of anybody in no. the NFL right now. That is a talking about a backup situation that is a little bit of a mess. Well, it was supposed to be Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, so it's, this and is the third string back? guy. Uh, okay, so and by the way, it's Raiders Jets on Monday Night Football. Is it Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football? It's going to be Sunday Night. Uh, the tonight we have. Jets Chargers for Monday night. So we're talking about two Jets matchups against some AFC West teams that are, let's just say, not exactly airtight when it comes <laughs> to how they normally play football. It's <laughs> putting it kindly. Uh, we will get to the biggest thing from yesterday. We'll do that in a minute. But today's Monday Night Football preview is sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Jets ride a three-game winning streak into this primetime pairing with a defense that sits among the top 10 this season. The Chargers scored 30 in last week's win, but the offense has been too inconsistent to make up for a, for a poor pass defense. Tonight, Chargers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. When's the last time the Jets were on a three-game winning streak? Oh, I don't know. When I was in diapers, maybe? (laughs) I I find this interesting from a ratings perspective. I know fans don't care about ratings, but the Jets-Eagles had a huge rating. And then the – but the Chargers-Bears on – was it Sunday Night Football? Had the worst rating they've really had in a long time. So you have – the Jets seem to rate, and nobody wants to watch the Chargers. So what happens when these two immovable forces meet? <laughs> I don't know. Are people into this game? I, I, I find this matchup incredibly compelling, but well, I don't Jets, know if anybody else does. The Jets have a, have a, have a you know, shot here because everyone in the AFC East lost yesterday. So Shot to what? A shot to get a little bit closer. They, yeah, they're right there in the They're on the race. fringe, man. They're right there about being a playoff team. Bills have a really hard schedule. Patriots are clearly out of it. By the way, last time the Jets had a three-game win streak was actually not that long ago. It was 2019. Huh. The Jets uh, beat the Raiders. They beat uh, the, uh, Washington, and then they beat the Giants. 
I will argue one of those games in that three-game win streak is one of the worst games I've ever seen an NFL team play. These the rainy win over the Giants. That uh, was well, no, this was no, this no. I'm yeah. talking about this season. This season, oh, yeah, I this say season they have a three-game win streak. One of the worst a, games of all time. Gigantic yeah. asterisk next to that three-game win streak. Uh, although I think they'll really match up a lot better tonight. The best story from the weekend, hands down. We've got that for you coming up next. It's got great sound. You're not going to want to miss it. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. All right. You can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. We're at week nine, Maggie. How many backup quarterbacks are already playing? 50? I don't understand what's going on. I thought the 1 o'clock slate was hideous. <laughs> it was. It was hideous, but bad. it was still a compelling week around the NFL. Let's get to it. Let's run the hurry-up offense. All right, EJ's going to throw out a game. We'll give you our 30-second recap of what happened. Go ahead, EJ. All right, so it was a, as Perloff said, a boring uh, and one o'clock slate, but we did have some interesting games. So let's begin with uh, this early game. This was actually before one o'clock. It was Dolphins Chiefs. Dolphins winning 21-14. Yeah, this game came down to what was a very unique play that you're not going to see again, which is Tyreek Hill gets stripped of the ball before halftime. Trent McDuffie stuffs him on a short pass. Mike Edwards scooped it up, and as Tyreek Hill tries to tackle him, Edwards lateraled the ball to Brian Cook, who then took off like he was racing for the gold medal, (laughs) and he found the end zone, and that put the Chiefs up 21 to nothing, and the Dolphins had a shot at the end to tie it, but Tua could not complete a pass and then could not handle a snap. Interesting series in the fourth quarter to me. The Dolphins had an eight-minute drive while they were trailing. They just ran, ran, ran. I don't think McDaniels trusts Tua right now, which is very bizarre because he was an MVP candidate. I think he just wants to run. All right, let's move on. Let's get back to the state side when it came to the game. So let's start with, well, Browns-Cardinals. Yeah. This one, uh... Ugly one. For oh, first of all, can we just talk about those white Cardinals uniforms? They are just a gorgeous sight to behold. Unfortunately, Clayton Toon, as good as he looked in that, <laughs> was not very good yeah. at playing NFL quarterback. I love Clayton Toon was my dark horse Heisman pick last year, EJ. You didn't know about that about me. Yeah, it's not going to happen. The dream is over. Uh, that was so the that was, dream died already, but now yeah. it's now yeah, the NFL. NFL dream is dead. Fourth round quarterback, it's not dead, but I think the Cardinals are full in the tank. Oh, definitely. I mean, they traded away Josh Dobbs just to get to Clayton Toon, who went 11 for 20 with 58 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. Listen, tough. That <laughs> Browns defense is amazing, and who knew Deshaun Watson was going to play? How about that? He played, he did well, and he won. Yeah, he, yeah, he played, played okay. Yeah, he actually did play okay. So speaking of Josh Dobbs, uh, next one we have here. A surprise here, the Vikings with Josh Dobbs entering the fray, uh, beat the Falcons on the road, 31-28. Jaron Hall exits with a concussion. Josh Dobbs got to the building on Wednesday, leads them to a win. This is what it sounded like in the locker room. In addition to everybody getting one in here, he deserves to keep the actual one he played with, Josh Dobbs. I 
as they say, it's a team win. I can't do it without teammates, offense, defense, special teams, coaches, shoot Grant, spending five extra hours with me on Friday going through walk. Yo, yeah. I'm grateful to be here. I'm excited, man. We'll enjoy this one. But as they all say, cheers to the next one. Hey. Yes, and who, whoever Grant is, the only person he knows in the building. <laughs> yeah, cheers to those generic teammates. Uh, I don't <laughs> thank, know their names. Thank you, and and you, and Grant. that guy over there. Dobbs literally up on a teammate's shoulders after the game, like Rudy Rudiger style. Yeah, incredible. incredible. Another nice effort, Arthur Smith. Thank you, Atlanta, for yeah. coming out. One yeah. game we haven't talked plenty of, uh, plenty about, and for good reason probably, Packers beat the Rams 20-3 to in Lambeau. So I think I speak for all of America and all Packers Nation saying, hey, what did that win over the Rams mean yesterday? <laughs> did that mean anything? We scored no. in the first half, and, and uh, Jordan Love put up some decent numbers, but that was a B effort by the Rams. I still don't know if the Packers have fixed all their ales. I don't think so. I mean, this was overmatched a little bit from the start. You do like Aaron Jones getting going a little bit. He had 20 carries, 73 yards and a touchdown. Just keep running the ball. A.J. Dillon, nine carries, 40 yards. Just keep running the ball. There's a late pick by the commanders that helped them seal the mm-hmm. win over the Patriots in Foxborough, 20-17. to 17. Yeah, this game, whoa. I was really surprised by the sound coming out of the game is Jonathan Allen and others saying Sam Howell's the guy. We have our yeah. guy for the next 15 years. Personally, I didn't see that yesterday. Like, why this game? Why did that seal it for you? I mean, I know it was a back and forth kind of game on the road you win. I didn't think Sam Howell was so great. But he's shockingly productive. I mean, his numbers are, are huge. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I, as an NFL East, uh, sorry, an NFC East fan of the Eagles. I'm thrilled that Sam Howell is going to be there forever because he put up another 325 yard effort. He's among the league leaders right now. I think they're going to stick with him next year, they and I'm not no convinced they're going to be good. Fourth quarter, <laughs> like what? Anyway. Yeah, I mean, okay, like, compared to Mac Jones, he's basically oh, well. Joe Theismann. We had three picks of Tyson Badgett to help the Saints beat the Bears at the Superdome, 24-17. Uh, can we talk about Taysom Hill setting another record yesterday? become the first guy, I think, to throw 10 touchdowns, catch 10 touchdowns, and run for 10 touchdowns since Frank Gifford. He's a he's the only interesting thing about that team right now. I'm sorry, because Derek Carr is still in the Bermuda Triangle of how good is he. Defense is really good, but I don't take anything away from that win for the Saints. They're just in that NFC South crap a palooza yeah. division. They'll probably win it, but it doesn't mean a thing they to me. They are by far the best team in the NFC South, and that's not saying a lot. But they are by far the best team. Atlanta just lost to Josh Dobbs. The Panthers stink. And the Bucks also lost in a to rookie CJ Stroud, which I'm sure we're gonna get to in a minute. We'll yeah, but this, the Bears hung around in that. Okay. We'll get to it right now. Uh the Texans come from behind to beat the Buccaneers 39-37. CJ Stroud's breaking a record, rookie record with five passing touchdowns. And he is your offensive rookie in the year, ladies and gentlemen. And boy, does he deserve it. C.J. Stroud looked amazing. Now, he's going to get all of the accolades. But can we also just shout out when a non-kicker has to come in and kick a field goal? And that happened with Dare Agunabawale. I hope I got that right. Amazing. Nailed a tie-breaking 29-yard field goal to put Houston up 33-30 to with nine minutes left to go. This guy is a running back. He's not a kicker. I love it. Four and four. Do you guys say Texans in playoffs, out of playoffs? 
I think they could be in and my bills might be out, <laughs> which I'm gonna is say, sad. I'm going to say out for now. I say out. Okay, what's next game? All right, so we'll get to Baltimore and Seattle. The Ravens stomped the Seahawks 37-3 at home. Seattle just, they said, got in there. It was a close game early, right, until the end of the second quarter when Baltimore, they just said, okay, that's fine. We're just going to go home to Seattle. This doesn't matter. I, I, it was an NBA game, basically. They're, like, checked out about halfway through the third quarter. Nobody will give a pass to a team that gets their butt kicked but more than Andrew Pollock. Out of conference on the, on the <laughs> East Coast? Listen, you got to load manage, man. It's a long NFL <laughs> yeah. season. I forgot Kawhi Leonard is playing for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Lamar, uh, the, the passing numbers are not gaudy, but this offense is so good. The defense is still number one scoring defense in the league. We know the special teams has a Hall of Fame kicker. It's the best team in the AFC right now. Baltimore Ravens. Another rookie quarterback throws three picks in a loss. This time, Bryce Young throwing three picks, including two pick sixes to the Colts in the Colts' 27-13 win over the Panthers. So our big debate is, is it all Bryce Young or that team around him? I mean, can you at least acknowledge that the Panthers gave him a crap roster? Uh, yeah, but and, and this was totally flawed, but he does not even look like close to what you're thinking the number one overall pick is going to look like. And look for- at his tar- look who he's throwing to. Steven Sullivan and Tommy Tremble. I mean, who's Steven Sullivan? <laughs> he can still, well, I mean, you've heard of Hayden Hurst and Adam Thielen. You've heard of DJ Chark, and you have a run game in Chuba Hubbard and Bryce Young. And the problem is, if you're going to keep throwing pick sixes, you're going to put your team behind where they can't utilize the run game in a way you'd want. Bryce Young is having a tough season. This is these interceptions look awful. Been a rough year for Bryce Young Oof. for sure. So let's go to the game where the fighting Perloffs, the Philadelphia Eagles, showed up and showed out in front of their number one fan, the Eagles, beating the Cowboys 28-23. Okay, Eagles screwed up the trade deadline big time because their defensive backfield is just awful. Reed Blankenship, the Cowboys were hunting him all game long. Terrible at safety. Kevin Byard came over, not good enough. So if they don't sack the quarterback, it's a completion. That is the rule. It makes me feel a little nervous. Wait, I thought a win's a win here. And no, you should just only big, big, be get, you only can look at the win loss record and it doesn't matter how it looks. No, That's what I'm you th- told us twenty five minutes ago. I know, ago. but I'm thinking <laughs> how does this relate to the Super Bowl? It's basically the pass rush gets home or it's a long completion. That is the only two options against the Eagles. Their defensive backs could not cover you or me. I don't know what why Darius Lane wasn't on CeeDee Lamb, but CeeDee Lamb had 200 yards yesterday. Yeah, he's that's, amazing. That's a bad sign. They did tough it out. What was your quick 30-second take on that? On the the Cowboys had a, had a gift wrap to them at the end. You had a minute. You're not going to get a lot of those chances where the Eagles look uncharacteristically sloppy in the last play, at the last drive of the game. You get down to the six-yard line, win that game on the road, Dak Prescott, and couldn't do it. That All one's right. going to sting. All right. Now, speaking of, of fan teams of our of our, uh, of our our hosts here, we have the Bills going to Cincinnati. The Bengals winning 24-18 yeah. on 348 yards from Joe Barrow. Can I start this one? You're always overly negative on the Bills. I'm going to give you the positive spin. Oh, good. They went into Cincinnati against the hottest quarter. Well, tied with Lamar is the hottest quarterback in the NFL. Joe Burrow, you're not going to win that game, Maggie. No. The Buffalo Bills are not going to win that game. Nobody's going to win that game. Cincinnati would have beat all 31 teams in the NFL, in my opinion. You're absolutely right. They Nobody was probably going to win that game, but you don't have to put yourself so far behind the eight ball in the first half when you're going score for score, yeah. and then all of a sudden you start taking these so unnecessary risks. Uh, in my opinion, listen, you need some explosive plays yeah. to win, but Bills can't buy an explosive play against this defense. <laughs> And could really get nothing going offensively. 
bad turnover by Dalton Kincaid in the third quarter. I where... could hear you yelling from New Jersey when that ball <laughs> came out of Dalton Kincaid. You know, but the thing is, like, the guy got upended. Like, yeah. he got put in a blender. So, of course, he was going to drop the ball. I think they probably would have scored on that drive, though, yeah. which would have made things a lot more interesting. Credit to the Bengals. Their offense gets out to a lead, and their defense just figures you out. Absolutely. I like Kincaid, by the way. I think he's going to be very good moving forward. I think James Cook, the running back, could be 5% more explosive. Is that there's some plays where he'll get the ball on a pass where he's not taken to the house? Well, I, I love Cook. You're right. But um, Damian Harris was also supposed to be like the change of pace back, and he obviously got hurt a couple games ago and had to get carted off the field. Now it's at a change of pace back because Josh Allen is your your quarterback. The only, back. He's the run game. <laughs> he's the quarterback. He's the run game. Apparently, he's also the general manager because he texted the GM during the draft. Dalton Kincaid, right before they made the pick. Uh, you, you're uh, still not sold on Dalton Kincaid, are you? He's going to make multiple no. Pro Bowls for your team. No, he's fine. It's just you have to target him 10 times. Like, it's a, clearly the safety blanket. You have to get Gabe Davis involved. Now we're getting deep in the weeds here, the Bills. But awesome. you, have, you have to, it's Diggs is amazing. You have to get, you have to get Gabe Davis involved. Um, you need a second wide receiver who's going to be able to stretch the field. Uh, Kincaid, also amazing hair. I noticed that yeah. last night's game. Yeah. That was that was impressive by me. The salad, good stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, Bills tight ends both have good hair. Dawson Knox, good hair, really good. Is hair. that guy coming back at all? Dawson Knox, probably not. Good His, thing they uh, gave him thirty million dollars. Uh, and by the way, what's how did how did the Bills not get through a single defensive play without somebody getting hurt? Just one play, that'd be nice if somebody was you know <laughs> yes. played two plays in a row. And you're oh, like, you a nice guy. I know, and you're like, you're such a negative fan. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, wait a minute, I'm just like watching what's going on, and it I, all sucks. <laughs> yeah, the announcer said there's billions of dollars on the bench for the defense because everybody's hurt. I I don't know my They're salary cap now, but billions guys. felt a little strong. Did you hear that line? I thought, well, I don't Listen, know. Is there really billions of salary? Maybe there is. If Tariko said it, it's got to be true. Andrew Bogish is here, has that same level of cachet. If Bogish says it, it's got to be true. Yeah. So what are the headlines? Well, I'll, we start with your friends in Buffalo. The whiteboard said it's been 20 days since a meltdown. I feel like that's no longer an exact yeah. count, uh, but the meltdown as you rub your head very much on <laughs> the table after last night in Cincinnati down 14 at the half the Bills did get within six of the Bengals in the fourth quarter but since he kept the ball for the final three and a half minutes to win 24-18 Sean McDermott's squad is now five and four these guys do a great job they're invested and and um, um look it's tough to win in the NFL you go against a good football team you got to do things right and we didn't do enough things right tonight in order to win uh they are running out of time to do things right Josh Allen picked off for the fifth game in a row Dalton Kincaid and that hair fumbling in the fourth in Bengal territory and that battered defense led Joe Burrow throw for 348 yards and two touchdowns his team has reeled off four consecutive wins really happy with how we played the last couple of weeks we got to keep it going uh and we were running out this week we got to be one and next week too. This week means nothing. Uh, we'll come in tomorrow, watch the tape, lift, go about our business. Um, we'll go from there. The AFC North is nuts, maybe more than usual. The Ravens lead it at seven and two after thumping the Seahawks yesterday, thirty-seven three. Cincy, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland all five and three. The Browns blanked the Cardinals yesterday, twenty-seven zip. They held Arizona to fifty-seven yards of offense and just six first downs. Giants QB Daniel Jones suffered a suspected torn ACL in yesterday's 36 loss in Vegas. He was just back from missing three games with a neck issue. Vikings running back Cam Akers likely suffered the second torn Achilles of his career in that amazing 31-28 Josh Dobbs win in Atlanta. 
And Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard reportedly broke a forearm in the 28-23 decision over the Eagles. Week nine, over the Cowboys, that is. Week nine finishes with the Jets hosting the Chargers. Things remain tough and ugly for gangrene, but they're four and three. Here's wideout Garrett Wilson. It doesn't happen overnight, man. It's really something that we've uh, we locked in on and, and, you know, we tried to make it our identity as far as how we go about everything because um, it doesn't just happen on Sunday, man. It's really got to be a, a mindset, you know, whenever it talks about treatment, whatever it may be, but just finishing. Uh, can't wait to see what Aaron Rodgers does on the field pregame to grab some attention. Well, he doesn't have one. Taylor Swift to have to, <laughs> True. you know. So the stage is his. It's, it's all yours. Wait, uh, who's Justin Herbert as a, girl, a celebrity girlfriend, doesn't he? Yeah, it's... um. Uh, Steve Bashotti's daughter, I think. Oh, Taylor Bashotti. Yeah. yeah, she's not really a celebrity. Sorry. No, no That's one else... news to me. I'm usually good at that game. Yeah, it's I been about two years, I think. Really? Yeah. Listen, Josh Allen's dating Haley Steinfeld. You that never I see her. Yeah. It's just Taylor. It's, I mean, Taylor. It's just the fake relationships. And that... speaking of that, apparently in New York this weekend, Brittany didn't nice. go to Germany. She was here in Manhattan Sorry. hanging yep. with Taylor Swift and the lady from Game of Thrones. I know. That so, hates a Jonas brother. Oh, right, right. They're buddies, aren't they? <laughs> that hates, they got divorced. <laughs> exactly my point. Yeah, no, she definitely hates him. Yeah, that's probably true. I actually learned something this weekend. I should have noted. I read this angry column that uh, people are mad that Taylor Swift's getting not enough attention and Simone Biles is dating an NFL player. Did they're you guys married. All... Yeah. Yeah. No, they're married. Yeah, she got married to a guy who plays on the Texans, I think. Yeah, yeah. and the guy whose last name is really hard to say, I'm pretty sure that's the brother of Arike Agumbawale, who is the really a really good MB- WNBA player, yes, Notre Dame star. I believe course. that's her brother that yeah. kicked field goals oh, yesterday. The, the running back yeah. who got called into kicking duty because yeah. Fairbairn pulled a quad. That was not the most ridiculous thing in that game somehow. It was C.J. <laughs> Stroud. It was amazing that he's doing kickoffs and kicking a field goal, an actual field goal, right. to give him a lead. And twice, the idiot Buccaneers took penalties so we could kick off from the 50, <laughs> not the 35, and just boom in touchbacks. It was he, amazing. He really does have a great leg. Uh, uh, their season now lost. USC is firing D coordinator Alex Grinch. They give up 52 points to Washington Saturday, are near the bottom nationally in almost every single important defensive category. We can all relax now. The Memphis Grizzlies finally have their first win, 112-100 in Portland last night. Here's head coach Taylor Jenkins. This game was back and forth. Uh, lead changes throughout the night. You know, fourth quarter, I think they're up nine at one point. Uh, but our guys just kept just staying the course, and that's what we've been talking about, just every guy stepping up, knowing our game plan. We call it our winning game plan, our, our winning recipe. And just guys fully embraced that for the majority of the game, and we didn't let this one slip away. Desmond, yeah. How are things on Neptune? <laughs> Desmond, <laughs> that sounds like when I talk into the fan. And when I was a kid, yeah. and the fans going, and he tried to make Luke, your voice sound like a robot. That, that, was, that, was, that was that. Yeah, I can't decide loading that one in if that was their fault or my fault. I'm not computer savvy <laughs> enough to know if that's our equipment or their equipment. Was that a real coach, or was that just AI? Well, just I chat didn't, GPT coach. It, it, would ta- if Taylor Jenkins walked in here right now, would you know who he is? No. Only and if that, I, might, I might know his I'm obsessed with the NBA, so I would. Only, yeah, I because, only because he's had to do some very uncomfortable caping for John Morant. Right. Which <laughs> That's is the, the only way I'd know. Which is the what? Like, the no, last... no, no, he doesn't have a problem. Does he's he look okay. like a little bit like George Carl with a beard? See, I was going to say he looks like the guy from Stranger Things, the cop. Oh, oh, yeah, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, that guy's great. I can't think of David Harbour. Yeah, Harbour's his real name. Who, who we've seen outside this building more than once. I wonder if he lives around here. He definitely does. I see him all the time. Yeah, uh, you're right. He looks a lot like David Harbour. So if we take the Taylor Jenkins life story, he's in. <laughs> that's who we. That's who we're casting. Ooh, uh, 
I'm sure you're gonna green light that one, but okay. Let's <laughs> go straight to streaming. No theater release. Um Baseball, I should mention this because we had the huge hoopla, felt the palpable buzz Friday of the beginning of the play-in tourney. Now the NBA has James Harden debuting as a clipper tonight against the Knicks at the Garden, so plan accordingly. Baseball handed out its gold gloves last night. 13 first-time winners, including Yankee rookie shortstop Anthony Volpe and Rockies rookie center fielder Brenton Doyle, whom I had never heard of until <laughs> last night. Uh, That's like an old-school 1920s, but Brenton Doyle. Yeah, congrats eh. to him. Let's go play some pepper, Brenton. <laughs> Hockey last night, the Ducks rallied for a 4-2 win over the Golden Knights. Anaheim has won six in a row, five of them Needed a third-period rally like last night for Vegas. This is their first regulation loss, ending their season-opening 12-game point streak, the best ever by a cup champion. Back to you guys. Thank you, Bogus. We were talking about uh, just going back to the running back who kicked a field goal for the Houston Texans yesterday, Daria Gumbawale. What's the best, like, backup situation who gets called into emergency duty? Because, you know, Backup quarterbacks, you know, third-string emergency quarterbacks, you go to the Wildcat, whatever. But usually, like, when you see position players pitch in baseball, it's because it's a blowout. It's not because you're in a tight game. Like, yesterday, you're in a dogfight of a game. Yeah. Nothing beats the the e-bug in hockey. The guy who has to sit in the arena in case one of the two actual or both actual goalies on the team get hurt, and then he gets the play. Remember the guy in Toronto? I think his name was like David Ayers. He's yeah. like a forty-one-year-old, yes. like beerly guy. Yeah, right. uh-huh. and he played in one NHL yeah. game. You can't top that. That that's, was that's good. I, I will say. I mean, I know this guy was a actual first baseman, and he he was a great player. He became a great player. But I mean, Wally Pip and Lou Gehrig yeah. is the ultimate story. Where Wally Pip has a headache, he can't play. Yeah, hangover. Lou Gehrig. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Lou Gehrig goes into the game, and then he becomes Lou Gehrig. I did mention when we talked about it uh, in the text. I mean, Tom Tupa. Came in and played quarterback for yeah. the Jets in week one. I mean, he was a star college and, quarterback. And th- yeah. He was a punter in the NFL, and he threw two yeah. touchdowns. He was a quarterback at Ohio State, though, wasn't he? I mean, he, not a star, but I think he played some quarterback at Ohio State. It's a little different. I, I think mean, he got recruited a for punter both. who hadn't played quarterback considerably in the NFL, for, in, not in the NFL, he's, hadn't played it for years. He's like the fifth-best Cardinals quarterback in history. <laughs> Look at that franchise. I think the, the other – remember last year that one of the Chiefs' safeties came in to do punts. I think because yeah. their Harrison Bucker, I think, got hurt. By the uh, way, or something, or whoever the punter is for the Chiefs, not the case. Does Doug Flutie doing drop kicks? Oh, that was awesome. Count? Uh, can I fact check a bogus fact Uh-oh. from earlier in the show? Earlier. Do, do you guys want this? This is pretty egregious. Uh oh. If, if bogus got something wrong, my whole world is turned upside down. You were just down. typing it too. Like, it's somebody yes. messaging about it, or? Do you think bogus was right that Vancouver was an original MLS? He franchise? said Toronto. No, no, I said I think I said I think they were an original one, Vancouver. Oh, I thought you were talking about Toronto. They were joined in 2011. They were a 17th franchise. All right, they're 12 years old. You said there's a team in Vancouver. <laughs> no, I, 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 I was yeah. still closer to right yeah, yeah. than you were. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome name, the Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah. I want to, I want to root for that. You team. basically said what's soccer, and I said uh, I think they're, I think they've been around a while. Honestly, Bogus teaches us a lot. <laughs> no, 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 in the moment. No, yeah. I, I was Pearl, so fast. Let me fact check the error that I got wrong. <laughs> Just the the fact that MLS playoffs are going on at all. If I'm fact. Checking you on MLS, then trust me, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I would never fact check you on something important. <laughs> Somebody checked there's a baseball player named Brenton Doyle and he won a gold glove left yesterday for the Rockies. Thank you, Andrew Bogish. Uh, coming up, uh, so much more. Oh, we have not gotten to the very polarizing moment from the college football weekend. We'll get to that 
in just seconds. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile Prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back maggie and perloff major stories of the day have been the end of the game for the dallas cowboys and dak prescott had a chance cowboys had a chance on the road could not come through in the final waning seconds of the game in Philadelphia. Oh, stop this Cowboys panic, everybody. They're playing the Giants and the Panthers. They're going to be 7-3 and three, headed in that next Eagles game. Everyone's going to be like, oh, the Red Hat Cowboys coming to town. Long season. This is a good Cowboys team. You, This is not – do you get the not the same old Cowboys feeling a little bit at least, Maggie? Just a little bit. Listen, or is it the same old Dak failing at the end? I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, so I'm yeah. hoping that they're not the same old Cowboys. But I would kind of say the same thing about the Cowboys – that we've said again about the Miami Dolphins. Who's the good team they've beaten so far? Yeah. Find me the good win. This might be their best game <laughs> that they, they played yesterday. Yes. Yeah. The wins came against the Rams, the Chargers, New England, the Jets, the Giants. Like, again, we don't really have a big thing here, like a, a big sample size early on that they can beat good teams. A lot of those teams were good at certain points of the 2000s and 2010s. <laughs> Philip yeah. Rivers and the Chargers, that would be a good win. Chargers play tonight, by the way. Patriots? Oh, yeah. Six <laughs> yeah. years ago. That used to look like a really big win. Now, not so much. Um, another big story that came from college football was something that was a lot more polarizing, Perloff, than I expected it to be, which is Caleb Williams and USC now 
Trojans lost for the third time, so that's it. Not going to be playing for anything really meaningful this season anymore. But Caleb Williams, after the loss um, to Washington, just sobbing in the arms of his mother, who was in the front row, and this has become a polarizing topic. Yeah, Caleb Williams, it's one of those things he had nowhere to go but down, so people are trying to find a reason to bring him down. To me, it's a non-factor. I'm taking that guy one every single draft till the end of time. I think it was actually kind of a positive for him because I think there were a lot of people who believe that college was just sort of a stopping over, stepping stone point, like, a, oh, I have to go to college. I can't just go straight to the NFL, but I want to be the number one overall pick. And yeah. clearly this matters to him. Clearly this means a lot, uh, whether because he's disappointed, whether he's feeling pressure, all that stuff. Um, now, when he gets to the NFL, odds are he's going to be on a pretty bad team. And the odds are he's going to be do a lot of losing early on. So... You know, he's got to be able to compartmentalize this a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot lot of key remaining factors. He's going to go to a team with a new coach. You bring in an offensive guru. Uh, I don't know. Like, look what Eric Bieniemy is doing with Sam Howell. If you get the right offensive coach, a Caleb Williams is going to kill it, say, in Arizona. Not going to win, but I think he needs to go with a great offensive coach, and he could still be brilliant. Let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! Shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Because what would you rather be thinking about this early in the morning on a Monday than tequila? It's almost there, people. Uh, today's shot of the day. Well, you're going to need a little tequila for this. Pearl off singing the Rocky theme song. Oh, boy. There's only one song that plays in Philly. Yeah, we know. You could go Rocky 3, you could go Rocky 1, Rocky <laughs> 2, this Rocky 4. Gosh, you better you better find that soon or I'm going to definitely keep singing here. Definitely. Please save us. People are trying to get to work right now. I'm just letting them sing it. No, Carlos, save us. Na, 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 <laughs> this is what happens with Dak Prescott. Can't execute down the stretch. All you have to do, five yards away, make a play. Don't don't get a false start, and then don't take a sack. And then we wouldn't have we wouldn't have We'd Andrew be subjected to this. Yeah. yeah, we wouldn't have to deal with this. But but thanks, Dak. Listen, you have many gifts, many great yeah. qualities. Singing is not one. <laughs> And it takes one to know one. I'm not good either, but I don't try to do it either. That was worse you're the second d- time around. <laughs> Maggie, oh you're gosh. Adele compared to me. <laughs> I feel like Adele. There's a rule in my house that, that my two daughters, I'm not allowed to sing there, so I had to sing here. <laughs> and the second I start singing, it's get out of here, Dad. Uh, they are wondering in the chat, did you sit next to Ryan Phillippe when you were at the Eagles game yesterday? I, I think he must have been there. Uh, Bradley Cooper was about 75 yards behind me. I could see Bradley Cooper pop out. Bryce Harper was on the other side, which was disappointing. But that's who I really wanted to hang out with. Not that I got to hang out with anybody. I saw, uh, yeah, it, it was really an incredible atmosphere there. The, they had the big flag out before the game. The Jets went overhead. I'm telling you, I credit the Cowboys for staying in there. I was intimidated. I'm an Eagles fan. That is one. Hey, by the way, Buffalo's going to be there on November 26th. Are we going? Well, I was. we were going to have the bet about who's got to eat the garbage plate with no hands. But considering how poorly the Bills have been playing, I don't really think I want to. 
I might have to find an exit ramp out of that bed. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's not that bad. I had to eat that chili with no hands. <laughs> I know. I'm, and still, I I'm still finding weird red oils around my hair anyway. <laughs> Thank you, DJ Stewart. Thank you to Carlos Ortiz. Thank you to Andrew Bogish and Andrew Kaplan, the widows, the coffee drinkers, and the callers. You guys are the best. See you tomorrow. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.